Oh, Holy that was... fuck, that was nice. PCIs are set. Mm-hmm. We're moving into the live fire. <laughs> <laughs> Safety's off. Loaded up. Let's do this thing. Let's go for take two. Hey, eh? let's. <laughs> ah, I died over here. I don't get to host much, so I always forget shit. So <laughs> let's okay. do this again. <clears throat> Welcome to the Micro Machines podcast. My name is Callum, and I am hosting for this week because Dennis couldn't make it. Unfortunately, Dennis uh, didn't finish his homework, so he wasn't allowed to join in. Boom. However, I am joined finally by Garrison. He decided to show up, haven't you? What's up, fuckers? And we are joined by Fluky or Clint and Gray. Uh, they are going to be doing a recap all about TigerCon. But until we get to that, we're going to do some introductions. So, as usual, you have me, Callum, from New Zealand, hosting this week. Up next. I am Clint from Indiana. Yeah, I got myself a Coke from White Castle here. Oh, nice. Gray? Hi, I am Gray. I go by Grayscale as well um, on the the interwebs in the Discord. Uh, I have a Blue Moon with me. Nice. And last and sometimes least, Garrison. Uh, not according to that vote we had a while back. Boom, mic drop. What's up, fuckers? It's Garrison. I'm back from not being here, drinking a coffee. <laughs> and I, uh, I know you rigged it. Hmm. You still <sighs> you never paid me the twenty dollars for boarding for you. <laughs> Shh, not here, damn it! <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You got paid? No, I didn't. <laughs> he just threw Damn it, guys. <laughs> Fuck. Now I almost feel bad. <laughs> okay, so this week we have these three on because these three uh, met for the first time in TigerCon 2023, and they're on here to give us a nice recap all about it. So who wants to start off? Garrison. Yep. All right, so uh, it's been a fucking couple of weeks, so my memory may not serve me so well. Essentially, we all arrived kind of on Friday. The show is Saturday, and then we all left Sunday. So the first day, uh, my wife and I got up. My in-laws were in town. They're watching our spawn. We went to breakfast, dipped out, had about a four and a half hour drive, about 317 miles, stopped once for gas, arrived at about 140, had lunch at Cafe Poland, which was fucking amazing. Uh, went to our first hotel, which was a death trap and probably got more asbestos poisoning, but oh well. Went to Switch Hotels, was a lot nicer. Uh, had dinner at Labau Asian Eatery, Arcade Funsies, and then uh, Knock the Fuck Out. So, it's a good time. Yeah, when Liv had, when I told Liv that you uh, booked up the Red Roof Inn, I was, she was like, yeah, that's not going to go well. Those are never good. 
How how yeah. bad was it? <laughs> it was oh, it was bad. It like yeah. oh, dude, it was. Did fucking, you say it was being I'll, used as like like a temporary housing? Yeah, so, so that's like the fucked up thing. Yeah, like, we rolled up right, and I'm looking at the place. I'm like, damn, it was not this dingy in the pictures. We roll up inside, and immediately the smell. I'm like, oh god, and not to be a dick, but here comes a couple of like uh, Indian folk coming out. And I'm like, ah, okay, this is either going to be an amazing place or it's going to suck. And well, it sucked. Uh, we paid, <laughs> we paid on Expedia and then at the hotel, they're like, Oh, you have to pay now. Cause you know, it's showing on our register or shit that you haven't paid and we're showing them our receipt and shit. And so we're going back and forth. I'm like, fuck it. Let's take the money. So we get our room key, go to our room and we go inside. It's fucking horrible. Like, I, I took a video and sent to gray and, and Clint. It was bad. <laughs> It was bad. I'll have to it send it really to you. Bad. <laughs> yeah, it, it was very horrible. I'll, I'll send it to you, Callum, so you can toss it into the uh, the podcast episode if you want. Yeah, I definitely uh, will. Because, <laughs> dude, it was fucking... I'll send you the, the first hotel room we got, which was god-awful, and then we went literally across town to the Ramadan, which was a lot nicer. I'll send you that one, too, just to see the difference. But, like, there was no door lock. Uh, there was fucking... <laughs> shit on the bed like uh the, the room was disgusting dust everywhere it smelled the, the smell was horrible like so, i so for, for those of you not in the u.s um calm especially uh the a lot of times cities will rent out rooms and hotels to uh put people that don't have homes in there section and, eight. Yeah, Section 8 housing, essentially, <laughs> where like, they'll just buy out X amount of, of rooms and hotel and just put whoever needs to go in there. And they can stay in there pretty much as long as they want. And especially during the winter months. And they just trash the place. And so it'll be like one hotel every city will just have this. It's just like essentially a fucking homeless camp. And yeah, it's just yeah. disgusting. And he just happened to pick the one that they had chosen. It's usually it was, the cheapest rooms because cities are like required to like buy the cheapest shit. What sucks so. is that like when we rolled up, we were looking around and I, I told Beth, I was like, man, this looks like people live here. Right? Just for the vibe. I was like, fuck, I'm back at the barracks. Then we go inside. The room really reminded me of the barracks. And then we get in the <laughs> truck to go to the front office to get our money back. And what happens? There's a school bus rolling up, and I swear to God, like 20 kids hop out that bitch and start going to rooms. And we're just watching these kids. And there's these two little ones that walked in front of our truck to the, uh, to the room that was in front of our truck. They opened the door and you can see inside and it was so packed full of crap. I was like, what oh. the fuck? So we drove to the front. We walk in, we're waiting because there's someone at the front desk. We're not going to be rude and just cut the line. Um, and then the lady's like, Oh, how can we help you? And just kind of set the picture. There was the mother, the Indian mother, the Indian daughter. The daughter was maybe like 15. The mother was like maybe 45 or 50. Uh, and then there was a white chick who looks like she was in a rehab program. And she was very like argumentative with the owner, the mother. And so the little girl, she's like, how is there something wrong? And we're like, yeah, it's uh, 
the room's not that great. <laughs> we'd, like to, we'd like to get our money back and, and leave, please. Uh, and then she's like, oh, what was wrong? And right when I started to list shit, right when I, I – the first thing I said was like, oh, well, the door doesn't lock. Immediately, the, the white chick was like – and she blew up. She's like, see, I fucking told you guys. And she like threw her arms up in the air, started arguing with the mom. And my wife and I are just kind of sitting there staring like, what the fuck? And so, in the, right at that moment, my boss calls me. I was like, oh, fuck, this might actually be important. I'll be right back. And I walk outside, take a call with my boss, because uh, there's some paperwork mishaps. And then when I come back inside, Beth is coming out. She's like, okay, we're good. We're going to get a refund. I was like, what? <laughs> She's like, yeah, it's, it's taken care of. So, essentially, uh, the story was that we had to leave because of a work emergency, is what was told. And... Uh, we were actually charged twice because Expedia did take our money, and then they tried taking their money, and then we called the bank, and they put a stop on it, and we got it all back. But, yeah, it was it was very – and there was a guy at the the counter before I left and got the phone call. He was like – he had been trying to get a room, but he, you know, he got mugged, and he had no money or no ID, and we're talking about the refund. He's like, do you guys have Cash App? I was like, uh, no, I don't. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Just not, not even engaging in that one. <laughs> it's like, hell no. But yeah, that was, that was a good time. I mean, it might be just because I'm old, but I don't have it either. So I only, I have an account, but hey, 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 he's, he's 45. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. I feel insulted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, Clint. Clint, I'm just glad I'm not the uh, eldest oldest one on the podcast now. <laughs> no. Well, how old are you this week? I'm only 28. Oh, oh fuck! I am the fuck your old. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> but yeah, essentially, the day was good. After that, made a. Uh, I mean. We were a little worried at first because we were like, I, I told Beth, I was like, I'll sleep in the fucking truck. I'm not staying there. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, Cafe Poland was amazing. The arcade was awesome. The fucking Asian food was good. Like, and Colombia is a, a nice little town to visit for a day. So nice. yeah, I don't, I'm not sure I want to live there, but it was, it was <laughs> good enough for a weekend. Definitely wouldn't want to live there. Yeah. There was some no weird cult going on. Wasn't... Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes, there was. <laughs> it's like, you'll see here in a bit, but there's a weird yeah. cult in this town. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> well, Send it, Clint. That was Garrison's. What happened to Clint? Uh, see, I woke up sometime on November 2nd, and I could not flip my third shift schedule. Um, so I woke up at 10 p.m., on November 2nd, and then fast forward to 10 a.m. on the 3rd, after up pin up all night and uh, dropped off the dogs, and then drove seven hours to Columbia. That sounds wonderful. Fuck that drive. Even lost an hour because Eastern Time is an hour behind Central Time. That's, um, yeah. So I thought I put the picture in on this slide, but our first room, it's like that they gave us at the Holiday Inn. It's like they had bloodstains on the mattress. Like big <laughs> bloodstains. 
the kind of, you're like, someone was definitely murdered here. Uh, yeah, it's like they forgot to put, you know, plastic down on the bed first. <laughs> <laughs> and as we was checking in, there was just kids, bus, buses of kids, busloads oh, yeah. of kids. Apparently there was a sectional for cross country going on yep. and they had picked that hotel like a whole bunch of them did. Yeah, this will come <laughs> to play later. <laughs> yeah, it'll come back later. But after we got settled, um, we got uh, food from a local Mexican restaurant and then I passed out. I don't remember hearing it. My wife, she was pissed <laughs> pretty much all night because the kids was running up and down the halls and yeah. But I was passed out from being up for like over 24 hours, so it didn't bother me. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm horizontal, that's all I need. <laughs> yeah, it's like once I fall asleep, it's like fucking an atomic bomb could go off. I'd be like, no, nah, I'm not getting out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I'll die here warm and cozy. And last but lastly, uh, Gray. Gray said. Yes, so. Uh... I worked all day, uh, you know, because some of us have to work. And then uh, uh, we went home, grabbed the dogs, grabbed our bags, and drove down to get the dogs to my in-laws. Um, and then we had uh, Sonic on the way. It was only it was like five and a half hours, or four hours, four to five minutes, but with stops, it was like five and a half. Wasn't it like exactly the length of mine, mileage-wise? Time-wise, Time wise, not mileage. You guys said farther mm. to go, uh, but we had that's a, right. We didn't really have a direct route. We could either we we chose the weird route, um, which had like a lot of gravel roads, which slowed us down a lot. Um, and there was like really hilly, curvy, shitty gravel roads, and we're doing this <laughs> like in pitch dark, so that that slowed us down. And then uh, yeah, we I don't have any pictures from the drive because it was just dark out, but listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, it wasn't too bad. We got there like uh, ten thirty, I think. It was pretty late, and we basically just checked in and cashed out. We we checked the rooms because like we'd already heard from Garrison and and Clint that the rooms were pretty bad, so we checked them pretty meticulously. Nice. So yours definitely the most uneventful. Yeah, definitely the most uneventful. But I mean, we already had like the forewarning, so we knew what to look for. all right so you finally get there the next day is day of the show yeah so before the show uh to the second hotel beth and i got to we had one bus of cross-country people thankfully they weren't rowdy uh but they did take up the entire common area for breakfast so uh, we just grabbed a biscuit and gravy and beth got a hot cake and Went back to the room, had breakfast, and then went to show early to get some good parking. And that's where we met up with uh, Clint and his wife. Had a good chat before uh, before we went inside. Very nice. Uh, ours was pretty much kind of the same. We said, got ready, got coffee from a local place. And we got cool to the grinders. show. Oh, yep, it was called Grinders. Um, <laughs> you sure you weren't on the app? Uh, I mean, the place was black and yellow, so, I mean... <laughs> hey, yo! 
What do you mean? Uh, I could have I could have said a joke then, but they would have to be removed immediately. <laughs> Do it. Sounds like more work for you. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, you, you could put it on your uh, Patreon that we're not getting satisfaction for. <laughs> but then we met up in the parking lot with uh, Garrison and his wife. Uh, I think around eight thirty ish. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. And then Liv and I were a little bit farther behind. Uh, it was my birthday that day, so Liv wanted to take me out to get bagels. And it was this like weird hippie place that like was way overpriced. I mean, the bagels were good, but it was way overpriced. Um, so that slows down quite a bit. And then we we grabbed coffee from the shop that was like right across from the the Mata convention. I forget what it's called, but I don't think it was Grinders. Um, but yeah, it was good. And then we we got there like nine ish. So we were a little bit, I mean, the show had already started and everybody's already inside, but we weren't like super late. Nice. Is, is Tiger Con like a big show? Like how big roughly? Uh, <laughs> no, it was, no. It was pretty small. It was the smallest show I've ever been to. It I was. I think there was what, six the... vendors? Yeah, it was vendor wise the smaller show I've been to. Okay. Like it can't be any smaller than the. New Zealand IPMS Nats. That was like, I think the room, like, it was one room, like, six tables for display and competition, five vendors, and like a room that was, what, 10 meters by 10 meters? Oh, maybe. God. That was your guys' nationals? Yes, that was our, is, that was the nationals. <laughs> what oh, is this shit. meter you talk of? I'm not sure what that, that means. Could you put that in freedom units so you can understand that? You're a surveyor. You should be able to figure do, it out. Do 10 times <laughs> fucking three. <laughs> I, I can't math. So 30-ish plus whatever the extra on. Yeah, About the 30, oh, that's 30 foot by 30 foot. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't big at all. Like to no. the point where I, I, they didn't even charge entry. Oof. <laughs> I mean, this didn't either, but I mean, if you want to put a... a model in they charged you but it wasn't much what the fuck are we looking at (laughs) (laughs) it's the cult the cultist (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh in the fucking hotel (laughs) yeah so long story I'll, i'll start this one off and then uh i'll let the guys get to it Clint and I registered our models and uh, took them up to the competition and display room where we saw the horror that awaited us, right? So the pictures, the first three that you see are when you walk into the fucking, it was a school auditorium area. And there was like baby dolls in the fucking display case and baby statue and fucking baby things on the wall. And it was creepy as fuck, right? But what was really creepy, which you'll see later. Actually, the first picture you saw was uh, when we walked into the display room, the entire back wall was just a mural of babies, naked babies that were like staring at you. No matter where you were in the room, (laughs) it felt like they were all staring at you. And I remember walking up with my HIDF diorama and the 251 on top with Beth beside me. And Clint and his wife were behind us. And I looked in the room. I looked at Beth like, what the fuck? We started walking in, and I looked back to, at Clint, and I was like, I just gave him this look. <laughs> she was fucking weird. 
And remember, this is a high school, and this is their mascot, a naked baby for high schoolers. So yes. I think I think what the deal with this is is that this this QP doll or whatever was probably made in Colombia or something, and they decided to like make it their fucking mascot for whatever reason. Their like, fucking brand. That, 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 that is was. the definition it's, of clinging to straws. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like why that's like a we need something we need something for the town this will do fuck it it'll, it'll work <laughs> so, Lacey, Lacey had looked it up i think she said they was made in japan so yeah okay so or, that that goes out the window i don't know or maybe they was just manufactured yeah, in japan but invented like, here or something yeah i don't know weird fuck that, it weird yeah weird, weird school <laughs> and it was like this stuff wasn't just like you know, in like one spot, it was everywhere. In this, everywhere, every room they you went had to. Did you get a picture of the display case that had the masks in it? Like the they had masks of this um, doll's face. I did not. I I have a picture of like the I forgot to include it, but of like the mascot heads. Yeah, those things were just jacked up. They were like really old from like the seventies or whatever, and it was just like not really well made, and it was like just yeah, horrifying. But Imagine those masks being the last thing you see as you get like a fucking <laughs> eight inch blade stuck in your abdomen, <laughs> and then just this weird baby doll laughing the entire time. Yeah, fucking nightmare fuel. Heavy breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that is that's for high school as well. That's creepy as shit. Yeah, there yeah, you should not pay me enough money to spend a night in that high school. Fuck no. no. Oh hell no. Yeah, shit was weird. Alright, so, so I take it you guys spent some money? Oh fuck yeah. Nope. Uh, well, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough Gray. Fair enough. Well, I certainly did. Um so Clinton and I did a trade. We traded a bunch of stuff with one another. But then stuff we got from the show, I got an Asuka Sherman. That's composite. Uh, I got a full interior Tamiya Bradley. The Type 90 Tamiya Japanese Self-Defense Force tank with crew loading ammo. A BMP-2. A fucking S-35 from Heller. That's going to be shit. And then <laughs> um, a Sager. Or, yeah, Sager, Sager. Missile. Sagger, thank you. Sagger missile with a radio, uh, some fucking pre-painted guys, and a fucking radio or radio crew, a uh, press crew. There we go. Shit. Which that and, press crew is actually pretty cool. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it cool. is. Mm. That um that missile system. That's like the like sort of OG Soviet uh, ATGM, isn't it? Like the didn't they call it like the briefcase? Um, yep. launcher or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. Used a lot during the Six Day War. I was about to say that's kind <laughs> of got its first uh, cherry pop was the Six Day War. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Because uh-huh. like, it, yeah. wasn't it like actually really good, like relatively. Yes. Yeah. 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 Being Soviet. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. Being Soviet and from like what was the fifties and sixties. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, it, it like just looks so. The, yeah, just the way it looks. It's not like an official launch or anything. It's like you put the little thing down, you put the rocket on top of it, and it's all nice and exposed. Then you just hook up your briefcase and go there. <laughs> hope for the best. This Hope will for work. the best is right. I, I hope. 
Like it, do- it doesn't look like something that was like officially designed and whatnot by an army. That looks something like rebel militia or something. Some dude talking shit in his fucking backyard. <laughs> that like that yeah, that looks like the definition of a redneck. Hey Johnny, come here. Look at it's this. Got, like, it's got like uh, mass produced killdozer vibes. I'm just like yeah. some dude that's pissed off. Just, like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna fuck some dudes up and just makes a fucking ATGM. <laughs> you know, being you know Soviet from the sixties, it's a wonder it doesn't work like one of them kids' toys where you just have to run and jump on it and <laughs> see how far the water blast takes it. The fucking hope for the best. <laughs> you gotta run the missile to his target. <laughs> Either that, or it's like it's like the the ignition isn't working. Just hold a nine volt to the back of it; that'll ignite it. <laughs> hey, I have re- use your lighter to light that jet fuel. <laughs> Ironically, it it only worked so well because all the other Soviet tanks didn't work that well in the uh, Six Day War because of all the hills. Who would have thought having a hilly, bloody um, terrain would defeat T fifty five and sixty twos because they don't have the elevation. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing. <laughs> meanwhile, the meanwhile the Israelis are sitting out like bloody uh, peeking over a hill with a bloody um, centurion that's got about like ten degrees. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the Soviets lost in Afghanistan. Oh my god, I'm shocked. <laughs> 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 um, well, that, during Afghanistan, the the um, uh, what was the group called back then? Uh, the Magus- Mujahideen. Yeah. Like their their favorite tactic was waiting for them to go into ravine or something and then shooting down. And of course, the Soviets yeah. didn't have anything, so they actually converted shilkas into the role. They took off the uh, radar mounts and stuff like that, and they were used solely for um, firing upwards at rebels shooting up at um, cliffs and stuff. So oh, they actually awesome. they made a specific shilka just for that, just because they Sounds got like hit they so often. The, the BMP Terminators. Yeah, yeah, and they even used those uh, in Chechnya as well. Because, hey, who would have thought rolling bloody tanks down the middle of a high-rise would be a good idea? Hmm. <laughs> Soviets, obviously. Yeah. yeah. You mean we lost 24 of our 27 tanks? What? <laughs> oh, that's a funny joke. Yeah, there's still three left. Send them in. Wait, you're serious? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Clint, what did you get? Uh, of course, I had to pick up a two five one from Dragon. Of course, hell yeah, it, it was there. <laughs> Which one is it? That's oh, uh, that's the uh, off sea, and it's the Pioneer. I was going to say that is that the Pioneer? Is that the Pioneer one with the thirty seven on it as well? Yes, it is. Okay, I like it. And also got uh, the Hobby Boss two two two, which I'm going to build for the North Africa group build. Nice, and. Yeah. Uh, the Rifield modern uh Rifield models Abram. Oh and nice. The stuff at the bottom is stuff that I got in trade with uh, Garrison. There's a lot of aircraft. Mm-hmm. What is, what's um what's Hobby Boss thirty fifth scale armor like? I know their seventy uh, second aircraft uh meh. Like uh, base, basic of basic. I've never built a Hobby Boss kit before. Uh but according to reviews between the Tamiya and the Hobby Boss 222, the Hobby Boss is excellent. It actually has an interior with it. Huh. Okay, then. That is always Where a plus. Look at that. Yeah, especially since it's a big open top, you kind of, you know, like to have that interior. 
Well, Tommy, I only ever do like the the turret basket, and that's about it. Yeah. Well, even the turret basket of the two 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 is like not that great on the Tamiya one. Yeah. Yeah. Now that uh, Type ninety you picked up, that's full interior, isn't it? And it's no, no, no. Oh, the uh, the Bradley, the Bradley's full. Oh, the interior. Bradley. Yeah. Yeah. Which for me is like so exciting because I can have dismounts leaving the Vic. It's, oh, can't wait! I'm so excited. I can't wait to see what you do with the uh, S35 because <laughs> that's Heller and that's um... <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a rough kit. Let me tell you, I was looking but... at it. I I looked at it before I bought it, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it! Like <laughs> it's ten dollars. Yeah, but you're well. gonna hate yourself for it. Like the vinyl tracks, are they? Do they want to bend at all? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna say this: they'll you'll try and get them into a circle, and they'll immediately want to spring back into dead straight. I've never seen vinyl tracks yeah, that just they, do not want to. Yeah. Be. So my solution to that is CA glue and clamps for like 24 hours. <laughs> and then what you, you can try boiling them? Yeah. Hmm. That could soften them a bit. Because what you're also going to want to do is actually glue the tracks down to the individual wheels just so, because otherwise it will like, uh, you know, when it like bows out because there's just pressure tension behind it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, it goes around wheels, not on them. You're going to want to glue them all down. Uh, I'm just really glad the S35 is like only half the tracks are seen. So. Well, no, well, you can uh... see the you can see the top runners. You can see the top of it as well. Oh fuck, that's right. God damn. It. I'm thinking of the Charby one. <laughs> no, the Charby one oh. has No, the Charby one's even worse. Yeah, that's yeah, it's even more open, yeah. What was why was I thinking the R thirty five? No, that's the same. No, you can um, what tank was I thinking of? Probably not the French one, because French like all have their chests completely exposed. Yeah. Oh god. They were not a fan of side skirts. Fuck it, whatever. Maybe. Or the Crusader. I don't know. Fuck it. I was thinking <laughs> something. Well, that's, that's, yeah, we'll, we'll see if I ever... That might be another one of those that gets taught. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Uh, Grayson, what did you get? That looks really cool. Yeah, so I went to the show without, like... I didn't want to purchase anything. I wanted to see what I could trade because I don't have a very big stash. And I know if I just keep collecting kits, I'm just never going to build them. So I have one, two, <laughs> three kits. And then I got like four or five boxes of figures because I need more figures and anything. Um, so I brought a um, Stoke 4, which you can kind of see in that picture over the right. And I brought a SC76M from Tamiya. And I wanted to see what I could trade for them. And I was looking through stuff and I saw this and I've never seen a kit of this before. It's uh, a captured French um, UE prime mover that the Germans captured and just bolted a fucking uh, 37 on it. And so I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? And it's from this uh, RPM. And I've never heard of them before. And I, I looked up the sprues and oof the. Uh, it's gonna be. It's not a. It's not a quality kit. I'll it's gonna that. be a. It's gonna be a rough one, is it? <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't come with figures, so I don't have to worry about like 
trying to paint up dog shit figures. I'll just buy my own from like AliExpress. AliExpress, baby, yeah. let's go. I'll grab, I'll grab like three or four figures for like two bucks. Yeah, call it good. It um, looks awesome. It that looks really cool. Yeah. Yep. It's it's really really small. Like for a thirty five scale, okay, it looks like it's a forty eight. I say yeah. it's only like two inches long, isn't it? Yeah, it's super small. Those UEs are. Um, I, I love the fact that the uh, like the driver and the gunner or assistant or whatever they have their own little like hood, armored hoods that go over. Yeah. They, uh-huh. they don't like even share space. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if if like if you don't have the the AT gun on it, that back is basically just like a truck bed where they can strap shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was basically just designed to tow artillery pieces, anti-tank guns, trailers, whatever. Yeah. You would feel so fucking claustrophobic in that, eh? Oh, God. Fuck that. Like, I, I think I think Chieftain has a video of, like, maybe not a UE, but, like, well, it might have been a UE. And it just, like, fuck that. Oh, was that, uh, might have been the TKS? Maybe something similar to that, like super yeah. small. It's got those enclosed uh, domes. Oh, no, not sure. Thank you. Yeah, not, nah, uh, not. Nah, screw that. Not for me. Nope. <laughs> but that looks like it would make a pretty cool diorama. As where would they use something like that? Um, Russia? They actually probably Poland they use them Russia. all over the place. They use them in the Eastern Front, Western Front for policing actions. So, I mean, you could do <laughs> Normandy <whatever>. against a Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't that many of them, so uh, I mean, they weren't around for a whole lot. They by, basically by like forty-four, they were out of service. Because why the fuck would you keep that around for more than like a year or two? Yeah, although having that as a police vehicle would be freaking dope. <laughs> I know, right? Or just in the support role that it was made for. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, technically, it's doing what it's supposed to. You know, it's supposed to like tow anti-tank guns. It's just no one specified if it's supposed to be on a trailer or on top. You know, so <laughs> it's moving the anti-tank gun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, it's just, there's no there's no specification on how. <laughs> and that's actually more efficient because you can uh, you can have one on it and you can tow one. I mean, fuck. I mean, that's just that's double the that is true. Alright, so those look pretty cool. Can't wait to see you build them, eventually. Alright, well, next. Model. During the show, Models Part 1. Some of these look awesome. Oh, yes. There was a lot of really cool stuff. That Shining one is a... That, that's really cool, that one. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of... Uh, I mean, for such a small show... There's a lot of good stuff, especially my favorite stuff was probably the the uh, the standalone armor uh, or the ones on small vignettes. Actually, no, fuck that. The figures. I love the figures they did. Yes, there was <laughs> that, a guy that did a whole bunch of Alpine figures and he was amazing. Uh-huh. Like oh, yeah. single figure Alpine stuff. It was really yeah. good. That Hell in the Hedrives one's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah. I can, I can imagine Garrison just drooling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> To be fair, I wasn't the only one drooling, so was Clint. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and so was I. I walked through with my wife, and so did these two. And I, I noticed that one. My God, that's really fucking good. <laughs> and we got part two of models, and oh, that AAT is amazing. I like that. 
Oh yeah. I think my I've, favorite. It out didn't of all say these is what kit it was. Probably the Bandai. Or, no, Bandai doesn't do a kit of that, do they? No, they they don't. No, um, that um. Oh, I think AMT did one. AMT and MPM. Uh, I know MPM. I'm sure MPM does one because I've seen one online for sale over here, but they want like 70, 80 bucks for it. Yeah, it's not worth that much. Yeah, no, it's like, no, it's an MPM. I'm not touching that. <laughs> well, now that you got a resin printer, you should yeah. have like sent them a message just like, ha, 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 you idiot. It's like, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, these all look really, really cool. The M3 Lee. Um, yeah, those are some pretty good kits. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yes. the Alpine figures. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Are those uh, the new ones or just. No, I think I'm not sure. Ah, uh, yeah, I do, I do like the uh, figures. Um, like at the, at the New Zealand Nats, they were pretty cool. It's like on all the Malpines are one thirty fifth. Yeah, and I can I'll never be that good. <laughs> <laughs> and you got some we pretty damn good looking aircraft right here. Mm-hmm. I don't know the Albatross ever came uh, was a uh, tri wing. Um, okay, well I'll learn something. Now hmm. ah, those look amazing. There was also uh, not pictured. There was a uh, one or two A tens that were really good. Yes, I think there was one. one I put yeah the center right. There no, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was pretty good. That's it pretty was. cool. Is that what? So is that a celebration scheme or? Uh, I think it's like a what if kind of thing. Because those are I don't I don't know if I've ever seen an A ten with invasion stripes. Although I feel like it's something they should have, but oh yeah. <laughs> All right, then we come up to lunch break. That looks a good pizza. It oh, was it was really fantastic. That was uh, Gray's wife's uh, idea. Actually, was the she, pizza place. She had a whole like list of highly recommended places in Columbia. And so she basically just told me, pick one. (laughs) She already did the research. Yeah, pretty much. That's how she is. All right. And looks like someone won some awards. Yes. So the best of show, which hands down definitely deserved was this gigantic ass Bismarck. Holy yeah. shit! That must be one. Yeah, of, it was one two hundred, wasn't it? Yeah, well, there's a one to two hundred. Those are amazing. Yeah, there was so much detail. Dude had hatches open, all these AA guns. It was incredible. Just the thing amazing. that got the thing that got me the most was like the hatches that was open, like on the deck. It's like it had the little tiny PE rail going around it, and you look yes. down in, and there was photo etched stairs leading down into the ship. Oh god, yep. really? Yeah. And not only that, he had the chains on the fucking hatches open, too. Like, the little chains. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was just fantastic work. That shit had to take... That'd probably take me, like, seven years to do. I, I think <laughs> if that would not have won Best in Show, we would have, like, rioted. Oh, because yeah. we were all sitting back there like, it's gotta be this one. Like, there's nothing else that's even close to it. 
Yeah. Hell no. The uh, water looks also looks awesome. great. Like everything about it's well done. I know. Suddenly, I feel really inadequate with my Rodney when it comes to the water. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I, oh, I, no, okay, okay. <laughs> it was just everyone gawked over it. Uh, the base was amazing. The plot was cool. The water was awesome. The ship is just, just. I didn't see a single flaw when I was looking over no. it. Everything was just perfect. And also, it's yeah. the Bismarck, and I like the Bismarck. Yeah. And who out of you lot won something? Well, I didn't enter anything, so not me. <laughs> and I got uh, first in uh, dioramas. Nice. And I got second in dioramas. Nice. Is that your type 90... Yeah, it's the, the Chiha. 97. Is it 97's Chiha? Oh god! I, I, yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> I can't remember. Yes, Ninety-five is the Hargo. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, congratulations, guy. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. it. We, uh, I told Clint before we went into the, uh, the fucking show. I was like, man, I really can't wait to see all the, or hear all the comments about my HIDF video game diorama. And uh, it definitely did, did not disappoint. There was uh, there was a guy who <laughs> we went back into the into the showroom like right after lunch, I think it was, <clears throat> or before lunch, and uh, more people brought stuff in, so we're all just kind of looking around. And someone brought in another diorama. It was the that French artillery gun or whatever the fuck from like eighteen hundreds or whatever. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was right next to our dioramas. So I was looking at that. And then this guy walked up and was looking at ours. And he looked at my HIDF one. And I could hear him reading the plaque. Like He was looking at the dio. And then he read the plaque. And he got to the part where it says, based off of the Milsom video game. And he scoffed, rolled his eyes, and walked away. That, <laughs> I just started chuckling. I went and found Floki and told him. I was like, "That shit's so fucking funny." Yeah, it's like what well, you you can't even like do anything based off a video game. It's like really, which is crazy to me because like half of the shit built, which there was somebody there who was, um, kind of correlates with that screenshot I sent of that Facebook post. Yeah, uh, somebody of a certain gender that built a bunch of stuff that was. A lot of it was based off of like movies and games and shit. Was applauded and praised. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I had also happened to be the treasurer of uh, their IPMS group too. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yep, that was that was interesting. It was it was a good time. <laughs> no, no bias there. None whatsoever. It's like the one that got best, uh, like, uh, what we call best in show diorama wasn't even a model it was a it was a wood painting oh yeah, yeah. it was like a <laughs> yeah. was that a wood painting or it was like a kind of like a 3d canvas thing i don't know it was weird yeah. it was good like don't get me wrong it was good oh yeah it, it was, was good like, but it wasn't a model <laughs> no it's not uh nothing like a little bit of ipms favoritism 
yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just surprised we actually walked out with something because, you know, it was kind of like a big circle jerk for this club. Oh, my yeah. God. And they also did every single award. Oh, yes. It was God. so I don't, long. I don't know if you can see it in the, the picture there on the bottom right, but both of those tables were almost completely full of awards. How many awards did they give out? We were there for almost an hour. Like 60 or 70. It was something stupid. Jesus. And like, like every- I get it with like the kids, you know, because they did the juniors first and like giving the kids awards to keep them intrigued in the mo- in the hobby and shit. That's totally cool. But it, it, I, I told Gray, I was like, dude, I feel like this is like a fucking participation. Like, it really ceremony. was. It was first, second, and third in every single category. It's like Jesus. every show I've been to, it's like every category's first, second, and third has just been on the table, you know, and then they only do the best ofs, you yep. know, in front of everybody. And it's like best of dioramas, not the five different categories of dioramas were best of fucking uh, bust, not the fucking seven different types of bust. It was it was a bit excessive. <laughs> even their diorama categories, well, they didn't even call them dioramas. It was depictive scenes and depictive uh, scenes, yeah. something else. I, I think there were what, three or four different diorama variations you could have I entered think three. into. They were fucking weird. Like their descriptions yeah. were so fucking weird. We sat at the table for like five minutes trying to figure out what to, what to categorize ourselves as. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that 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 definitely sounds like um, participation of like um, you've made this. How can we make it so it's in its own category to win? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Oh, that's uh, yeah, Gotta that's love bad. It. <laughs> and now I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, you missed oh, the best yeah. Reuben sandwich ever. That I don't even know what that is. Fire. You're looking at it. <laughs> it looks pretty damn good. Uh, corned beef, cabbage. Uh, yeah, on sourdough. That sounds pretty good. good. It is really good. It was this little place called the Broadway Brewery. It was downstairs off of one of the outskirts of uh, downtown. A nice little spot. Uh, great food. Awesome music. They had an actual brewery in the back with like glass walls you could see. Oh, nice. Uh, I like that. They had a really nice root beer. Uh, their wings were so fucking good. Oh, like, they were good. Like, I just... Uh, I'm, my mouth... I'm I'm full as fuck from dinner, and my mouth is watering. <laughs> Look at those wings. They were so fucking good. And so I don't see how this motherfucker... He ate that entire sandwich. I got halfway through mine. It's like, yeah, I can't do this. <laughs> I'll take the other half home with me. Gotta gotta keep the round figure somehow. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a dad bod for a reason. Gotta, yeah. gotta make sure those Marines don't want you back. Yep. <laughs> to be fair though, the uh those fucking the greens, I was so pumped for those and then then I ate the first one, I was like, Yeah, these aren't good. Like just, <laughs> they they didn't do very good, in my opinion. Really soft? No, they were like super crunchy and they had like no flavor. Hmm. I was a little disappointed. And that reminds me, I, I, I let you down, Callum. I forgot to take a box of Crayolas with me just in case he got hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you did mention it, though, so we'll, we'll count I that. did mention it, but I, I completely <laughs> forgot. 
Uh, don't worry, he's got them in the glove box. Uh, I'm sure he probably, <laughs> Beth probably carries them around in her purse. purse. It's just like, oh no, no, it's it's for the it's for the boy. It's like no, <laughs> it's like no. It's just on you. On. She doesn't carry a purse, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. And then we just we went to a, a restaurant. It was good. Good wine. Recommend. Nice. Nice. Very nice, very good. Very nice. And then I believe there's a story <laughs> behind here. Oh, oh it's a long story. It was a good one. Fucking pianos. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> the whole the whole idea was after the show and after dinner, we'd all meet up, hang out for a little bit, drink some of this amazing mead that uh, Clint brought with him, and just chill out, vibe, whatever, right? And oh, I'll, I'll let you guys take it from there on how this all started. <laughs> Uh, it's like first like we got back to the hotel it's like there was nobody down in the common areas like it was completely empty it's like oh great this is gonna be perfect and by the time uh garrison showed up it was not perfect anymore <laughs> this is like a big common area too like it was it was like a how would i describe it like a it was about it was like, like 100 meters long by like 30 meters wide yeah. yeah, and like there was a bar in there, and there were it was like next to some conference rooms. So there was yeah, there's couches. You can kind of see it like behind the picture of Garrison. Like it was multi tiered and tables and shit. So yeah. it was it was nice, but it was yeah. There's and by the way, this was a Saturday night. We got there at around nine and stayed yeah. until about ten. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little past ten, but. Yeah, like we were not there that long. Yeah. <laughs> and by the time, because Beth and I ran back to the hotel real quick, and then we got to their hotel, went to the wrong door, um, <laughs> and then had to go around the hotel. And so when we got in there, literally like there was no seating available. So we all kind of wandered around like aimless little flies looking for a light to buzz <laughs> on. And... None of the fucking conference room doors were open. Uh, and then we found that little, a little table next to a piano tucked yep. in the corner. Yeah, that was. Uh, I'll let y'all take it from here because I got Your a little wife. happy with the alcohol. Beth gave me hers. And I was feeling a good buzz, I ain't gonna lie. I was feeling pretty good. <laughs> I was about to say it sneaks up on your damn thing's 13% alcohol and you cannot taste any of it. Before the kid, it, it was after the first time. So we were sitting there chilling and I have bad hearing. I know Gray has bad hearing and Clint, I don't know if you have bad hearing or not. He's got old age. <laughs> <laughs> so we're sitting there talking and there's these kids playing, yelling, doing their thing, whatever. And then this little shit wanders over and starts playing on the piano. And like we are right next to this piano. Like literally if I could were to touch reach it back, I could touch it. I mean, she had to squeeze like behind us to get to, to the get stupid to. piano. And <laughs> everyone's just kind of staring at each other. By this point in time, I was already feeling the alcohol, so I just started giggling uh, because the look on 
Gray's wife's face was fucking hilarious. <laughs> she she's a choir teacher, and so she deals with this kind of shit all the time. Like kids just want to come in and play fucking piano and just be little assholes, and she's like, yeah not happening ptsd <laughs> this is supposed to be like her weekend away and like not dealing with kids and shit and these little and then so these are i think these are the the children of a birthday party or something that's going on like on the other yeah. side and so yeah, it's a kid's up, like, birthday party and they're taking up like a solid fourth of this entire area and like they're just being loud and like whatever like the kids are kind of running around fine but then this one comes over and like keeps trying to play. Like she, she plays the piano and then I think it was Beth said something. Yeah. Beth was wife. She's like, Hey, Hey, can you not do that? Like we're sitting right here. We're just trying to talk. And like the kid like fucks off and then comes back a little bit later and like tries to do it again. And then again, we're like, Hey, can you not? And then I think she comes back like a third time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dad, (laughs) dad walks over. And like walks past us, and like down this little ramp that we're kind of sitting next to, and like just stands at the end of the ramp, like looking at us, just waiting for his kid to come back over and try to play his piano. And a, a group of them come over, and this girl, like, kind of like shyly, and the dad's like, Go on. And she goes and like plays the piano, and then Beth says something again, like, Hey, can you not? And this dude's like, well, the piano's there to be played, isn't it? Like, no, not actually. That's, <laughs> it's not there to be played by her. It's there to be played by a professional in, like, a professional setting for, like, a, you know, like, one of these conferences or whatever. And yeah, it's just like, oh, my God. Because, again, we're sitting right next to a bar. The bar wasn't open that night. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, the bar's there. It's meant to be used. Why don't we just go and take the alcohol there? Yeah, same. <laughs> like there's there's same time shit. And place. It's like I don't have an issue with the kids playing the piano if we weren't sitting right there. And, and they we'll weren't say, even like they weren't even playing it. It was just kind of like a obnoxiously. Yeah, they yeah. Made like one like little chord, and they just kept playing it over and over and over again. But it's also like I asked you. It's like you asked nicely, like politely once. It's like can you just not? And it's like just respect yeah. that. Yeah, and then and then the kid keeps playing. We're like, fine, whatever. And then the guy like starts walking away, and my wife gets up and she's like, "Hey, I'm a choir teacher. Like, let me show you how to like mute the piano. Like, just turn the volume down a little bit." This dude like turns back around. And is like, "What'd you say?" I'm like, dude, what the fuck? You gonna you gonna yell at my wife for trying to teach your kid how to not be annoying as fuck? Maybe that's your job, asshole. The, the parent was well. Parents were obviously enabling these kids to not have any respect for anybody else yeah because not only were we right there but literally behind that picture of me the top right there's like this little lip right above there were a bunch of fucking rooms and And below them yeah and below them and there's at this point it's like 10 o'clock at night and yeah sure it's a saturday but it's a fucking hotel like it's a very nice hotel mind you and you've got these little brats with grummy little hands <laughs> who are just fondling over this piano, obviously just to annoy us. Like, it was very obvious the way they walked over there, they were doing it, and the way they were watching us for reactions. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of thought it was funny, but I was also <laughs> kind of tempted, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> you're wasted. 
Oh my god, guys. Oh my god, Can't wait. Such a crackhead. Oh <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, it's like, good. when we got back to our room, it's like, we could hear them. I mean, it was yeah, probably yeah. around 11 o'clock when they finally stopped. I, I mean, I'm I'm fucking deaf, so I couldn't hear them all the way there. But, like, yeah, you definitely could hear. All these rooms could hear them. Yeah. Should have just done really like that. too. Like, we, like, Gray would... Like we would all be trying to chat, and we'd be like, "Yeah, I, I can't fucking hear you." Like, dong, 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 dong. And it's not this <laughs> big of a table; like, it's a small table. We had to squeeze around there, and we can't fucking hear each other talk at like a loud level. Yeah, it's like six people around a table built for four. Annoying little shits. <laughs> but the mead was good. Company was yes, great. The mead was really good. I should have brought a second bottle with me. Next year. Next year. Next year. (laughs) All right. And November the 5th. That'd be the last day, wouldn't it? That's also going for over here. November the 5th. That's when everyone with PTSD gets to listen to fireworks. (laughs) Wait a minute. What? What what did you say day it was? November the 5th. That's Guy Fawkes for us. Oh, I, we, I, we celebrate I you said Groundhog's Day. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Guy Fawkes for us because we celebrate that. I think we only use that as, as an excuse to celebrate letting off explosives. Like the one time of the year we're allowed to do it. And we only had three houses burned down. Hey, nice. <laughs> one, of them, one of them was literally um, uh, like four houses down from my manager's uh, house. Uh, apparently what had happened was a, uh, a firework wasn't placed well and it just tipped over and fired. No, no, it wasn't even them. It was a neighboring firework fell over, arched up and over and then landed underneath their wooden deck and detonated and set the deck on fire and they weren't at home. Oh, <laughs> shit. Fucked. They come back Heard to a laugh, fucking but... no house. <laughs> oh, but yeah, yeah. So they went too. It wasn't too bad this year. Only three houses. But uh, anyway, um, back to oh, your goodness. November fifth. <laughs> <laughs> well, ours was a lot less uh, chaotic. We uh, went to breakfast at Big Mama's Cafe. Um, Shit was pretty good. Pretty, uh, yeah, it was yeah. really good. You got a lot and of food. We had a very nice seating too. The, the, this place was fucking packed. Like they, the Gray and fucking Clint almost didn't find parking, and it was super packed. We were, I almost said, "Let's fuck, let's go somewhere else." And then the lady's like, "Follow me, la di da di da," and she opens up this fucking door, and it's like the UN Council meeting table <laughs> in a private room, <laughs> the huge ass round table with like a one door going in and out, so we could actually hear each other. It was was really nice, yeah. It was a great change of pace from the night prior. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was good. We we had breakfast, chatted for a little bit, and then we all went our separate ways. Uh, Well, I said we went our separate ways. I saw Clint at the gas station, the one of many in this town. (laughs) Uh, Very convenient. But uh, you were following him, don't lie. Uh, no, actually, he was by my hotel, so I think Clint was following me. Now, Lacey wanted, uh, she forgot her knee brace at home, so she wanted to stop at Walmart, which is, like, right behind the gas station, to pick up another one. Oh, gotcha. 
Likely story. (laughs) (laughs) Which one there also always also at the Walmart I found a Black Series uh, fives, so I had to pick that up. Oh. Oh. Very nice. Very nice. And you guys are going to another model show. Yes! Oh my god, so fucking pumped for this. It is the Leavenworth Model Show, October 5th in Leavenworth, Kansas. And the beautiful thing about it, the beautiful thing, is the hotel that we booked is literally a block away from the venue. It is... And it's not roach-infested. Yeah, it's a home to suites, which is amazing. I love those hotels. And uh, we have... I booked a room with its own common area, so we don't have to deal with annoying kids or other patrons. <laughs> uh, but yeah, super excited for this show. Uh, both of the... Well, all three of us now have hats. Clint, yours is on its way. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, mine's, right, mine's right here. I'll, I'll turn on my fucking... No, I'll do it later. I'll show you guys. Fits but well. uh, all the information for the Leavenworth Model Convention or the show is there. It's a one-day thing, kind of like this last show. It'd probably be kind of small, but the company alone is worth the trip, so it'll be nice to... Oh, definitely. Well, this one does say large raffle and vendor room. Yes, Even though the other one was a large room, they only had six tables in it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Oh, that's another thing. Uh, we're still planning this out. Nothing's... You yes. Know, completely set in stone but we are going to try to buy a vendor table because they're only 10 bucks and sell some merch and kits that we don't want uh some mmp merch in our own channel merch like hats fucking hoodies and maybe a couple mugs or something but uh that way we'd also have a nice spot to chill out and relax and not have to worry about i've also been designing uh, a model jig i know uh you uh callum you and uh garrison have seen pictures of it i actually sent one to garrison already yeah uh, I'll, be, I'll be hitting you up for one of those. <clears throat> um but i'm hoping to print some of them out and hopefully sell them so model, model jig for what uh for painting tanks uh, i got uh one attachment that the bottom of the hall attaches to and it can move uh in pretty much any direction you want it to to, to paint. And True. then I got another attachment that he hooks onto the turret and can do the same thing. Oh. <laughs> nice. I added I added mine and my whips, so we'll be able to actually see the the full thing. And I've posted some uh, pictures of it in the server, too, if you want to. Nice. I like the... Um, I'm just looking at the Leavenworth model show event. Theme for 2024, 1960s to 1980s, the Bronze Age of Modeling. I feel called out. <laughs> yeah, I thought of you when I read that too. <laughs> I was like, hang on a minute, that's all I've got. <laughs> no photo etch. I haven't seen any in a long time. Yeah, I'm right for it. No, no yeah, photo I'm, etch uh... on the Rodney? No. You can buy an aftermarket photo etch set to convert it into the 1942 refit, but that thing is like just as expensive as the model itself. Oh, yeah, like it's yeah. I think I bought the model for the like this kit usually goes for about twenty four dollars, and then the aftermarket is about twenty five dollars. 
So it's like, I'm not paying 50 bucks in total. Yeah, I got the Pontos upgrade set for the USS Indianapolis. I think it was 120 and the kit itself was only 45 Jesus. But it comes with a wooden deck, like all the metal brass barrels for every gun. So... Oh, I'm a lot of brass barrels and so, tons of photo etch <laughs> for the uh, for the Leavenworth show. Clint, are you planning on taking anything to uh, uh, enter? I mean, yeah, it's a year out. I surely will have something built by then. You got any idea yet, or are you still planning? Uh, I mean, if the two 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 comes out looking nice, and I'll take that and. I really have no no plans on what to do next. Oh, um, the Normandy diorama. I need to finish it too. Oh, please bring that. Please bring that. Yeah. So I'll, that'll probably be it. Probably be definitely the Normandy diorama if I get it finished in a year. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What about you, Gray? I'll probably end up uh, uh, bringing some if I. Not if, when I finish my Ukraine diorama and then. Um, and the HIDF build? <laughs> yeah, whenever that happens. I've got that on pause right now. I'm, I'm burnt out of that thing. Uh, and I'm not even done building it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've just hit intermission. So that was a really good recap of TigerCon 2023, guys. That was really cool. We have Glad a lot of fun. So. Oh yeah, we definitely speak did. for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing that I I was happy really the most about is you know we took our wives with us and we pretty much just like they had they didn't know each other they've never talked to each other we pretty much just like all right guys uh, sorry go have fun and they got along great. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that, that was uh, that was the biggest thing. It was like she better not fucking abandon me. And they get there, and like the wives all start talking, and then like Liv kind of sticks by me by the first like little bit, and then towards the end of it, she's like, "Oh yeah, go off, do whatever you want, I'm good." Yeah. <laughs> they all have the okay. co- they all they uh, all have something else in common as well. They're all sitting there going, "Did we really marry these ones?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember Beth. We pulled up to the uh, event center, and it was before uh, Clint got there. Clinton Gray and uh, Beth was like, I really hope this works out. I'm, she she was so pumped. Uh, but she was like, I really hope this works out, and that the other ladies don't think I'm like weird or anything. I'm like Beth, they're they're like you, okay? Their their husbands do weird shit like I do. It, it, it'll be fine. <laughs> they mar- they married a model. It they know what it's like. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. All right, so we're just going to have a brief intermission, then we'll get on to the hobby news, whips, and all of that. So we'll be back in a sec. All right, I'm back. I have been instructed by the wife to, quote-unquote, hurry the fuck up. Um, So I'm going to take my time. (laughs) (laughs) I see you're learning the married life. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You're learning very well. (laughs) Well, just and smile and nod and say, "Okay, honey." <laughs> your thing. <laughs> well, in that case, like, we should probably get on to the old hobby news then. Send it up first from Special Hobby. They are re-releasing a kit in forty-eight scale, the Fiat BR twenty Kogona, whatever. 
it's Italian. Uh, thing. Yeah. So this thing will be having a brand new decal set. Uh, this is definitely an aircraft I want to get at some point. I really want... I haven't got any Italian aircraft at all, and I love them. I really want the, the MC202. Uh, why does it have Japanese markings on it? I don't know. This is confusing. It's got Japanese and, markings and flying against the Chinese. Yeah, against Chinese markings. Yeah, but it's an Italian. What I don't know f- what's going on with this box art. It's the also fuck? the other. This is also the other part of why I brought this. I had this one on is just because I was confused by it. So I was going to let you guys have a look at it and go, what's going on with this? It's I don't know. <laughs> weird but hey, okay it's interesting yeah <laughs> yeah but that is one way to put it <laughs> or wrong um <laughs> <laughs> uh, up next uh it's a what pity fuck? it's a pity dennis oh. isn't uh on this episode um i chose this one because i thought he would like it it's the microma 1 to 32 scale Yokosuka MXY7 Oka, or the Kamikaze Rocket Bomb, or also known by the allies as the Baka, or Full. This is basically what happens when you strap a bunch of uh, rockets onto, I think it was a, tw- I want to say a 1,200 pound explosive. Jesus. <laughs> and then so, yeah. bolt a pilot with some ideologies in him into it <laughs> and then release Actually, it off a converted Betty bomber you know what um, i'm i'm kind of glad that dennis isn't on here because i'm pretty sure he would have started like yelling some racial slurs or something when he saw that shit no he would have <laughs> just started jizzing yeah, yeah. <laughs> speaking japanese and shit uh, uh. but now i will they say made this in 148 yep. if they made it in 148 i would take it I don't know, even in 30-second scale, I think it would be quite good, just as a sort of static display, or even, you know, depends on how inappropriate you want to be. <laughs> you could have it, like, you know, sort of on a 90-degree angle with the top of it glued down to, like, say, the top of an aircraft carrier. Um, <laughs> you know, just that sort of moment before impact. I don't know. You could do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could. <laughs> you could you'll, get, you'll get like seriously cancelled by the community for it, but you know, it's an idea. Um, <laughs> they should make it in like one three fiftieth. Full scale. Oh, oh god! Because I, I know you can get it in second seventy second scale because it comes with the hussy. It's the hussy gower kit with the uh, Betty bomber mothership. Which oh, nice. I really want that kit. Um, but I think that one sells for like $70 usually. So, mm. But it's a really good, it's supposed to be a really good kit as well. So I don't know. But yeah, if you want to want one in 30 second scale, um, Mikrama, uh bringing it out. And yeah, something a bit odd, a bit interesting. You know, the uh, pilots in there were literally bolted in. Like, the, the canopy doesn't slide back or anything. They're bolted in, so they can't get out. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if they change their minds, well, you know, they weren't issued parachutes anyway, but... This you're dying sort of, one way or another, my dude. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, you're not coming back. I uh, love how he's, he does have a gun sight, though. I mean, well, you do need to try and... Because um, this has got only limited fuel. So yeah, from a distance, you do need to get it lined up. Um, 
and you basically kind of glided in at the last minute. Mm. But yeah, well, the emperor. They got one of these at the National Museum, of the United States Air Force. It's sitting mm. right next to the box scar and uh, their Black Widow. It's yeah, right huh. they they have one in the RAF Museum in uh, London as well. Next, sitting next to the uh, Diana um, recon plane. You know the uh, unarmed recon plane the Japs had that was like really fast. It looks yeah, re- looks really nice as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what you're telling me is that we have at least two pilots that did not do their job properly. Yes. <laughs> well, two two that um, yeah, very got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> they called in sick that day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Up next from uh, Vespid in 70 seconds, Gal, we no, have I... the T3485, uh, the model 1944 from Plant 183. So. Uh, okay, it is a T-3485, but it is from Vespid, and they do some seriously good 70-second um, armor. And I will say, I do love the box art on this. The, that whitewash camo scheme is awesome. Sexy. So, I don't know anything else about it, but, I mean, it's Vespid. I, I do want to try a Vespid model at some point, just because their 70-second stuff is, like, highly detailed. Like they brought out that um, they brought out that Abrams that if you look when you looked at the test build it looked thirty fifth. Do you remember that, Garrison? I do. I do remember that. Yeah, like they're they're, they're putting like thirty fifth scale details into um, seventy seconds. So that's that's going to be pretty cool. Nice. <gasps> A bird dog. Oh, but seventy second scale. <laughs> Uh, from LF models, they are bringing out a 70-second scale Cessna 01 bird dog. Uh, however, this is a rebox. This is a former AVI kit, uh, but this has new parts and six decal sets, uh, five US ones and one South Vietnamese uh, decal set. But, I mean, it's a bird dog. I, I kind of want it. I wouldn't mind having a bird dog. Do not cute. get the Rowden. I will not get... I will never get a Rowden. Unless no. you really hate yourself, and you know, hey, that uh, well, that's a different issue altogether. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll touch but, on that subject later. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's another conversation. Um, uh, Moving we'll on, skip on. Uh, so of course, of course, Telford, which means which is bleh. Telford's just happened, which means there's a whole bunch of uh, new releases. Uh, and of course, Airfix always bring out one. And this year, they brought out in 72nd scale an ME 410A1-U2 and U4. This is the uh, sort of German wish mosquito fighter. Um, the 410 is the upgrade from the ME 210. Both of them were absolutely terrible aircraft. They tried the wooden wonder. <laughs> But they couldn't because the Germans couldn't do the. They didn't have the proper glue and resin uh, for the lamination as the British did. So their ones were prone to delamination and were just overall terrible. Uh, the four one zero was uh, supposed to be an improvement over the two one zero. Both were pretty terrible kit uh, aircraft. However, they do look cool. So give them the rule of cool. The Germans should have just stuck to shitty tanks. 
<laughs> so of course the uh, the 410 also has the uh, remote controlled barbit uh, turrets on the side of the fuselage which gives it a little bit of a sort of um, interest into it now is there an interrupter or anything in there so you wouldn't shoot your own tailplane off <coughs> Uh, I'm going to say you'd hope so. I mean, you could only hit the horizontal one, so it's a, it's a thin target, you know. Yeah. Knowing the Germans, yeah, there's probably like a It'll thousand be... of those fucking like no-shoot zones for some reason. Uh... And whatever whatever mechanism they have will be over-complicated, over-engineered, and there were probably five simple solutions instead. And it just like never worked. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It broke down all the time. <laughs> just never. Yeah. Well, we have an interrupter, but it hasn't worked since the factory, so we don't have an interrupter. Oops. I mean, it's got it's got a 70 percent success rate, <laughs> and for some reason, it raised four tons. So. <laughs> but and there's I mean, three people in the Reich that can repair it. Yeah. <laughs> what's What's the old joke? Um. My uncle was uh, my my uncle was responsible for down, the downing of twenty Luftwaffe aircraft. The Germans said it was he was the worst air mechanic they ever had. <laughs> yes, <laughs> goddamn hero right there. Oh, I love that one. But at least it's something different from FX, and it's you know that's all I care about. It's different. Uh, up next oh! from AFV Club, this is the one I was Ooh. telling oh! Garrison oh! about. So of course, earlier AFE Club brought out the M40 um, with the, which is the uh, basically slapping the 40 mil bofers onto the, uh, uh, what's that? What's the half track chassis called? It's not the M15 because that's with the, uh, it's not M15 specifically, is it? No. I got a bug. No. Yes. Or is it the M5? I don't know. American isms. Anyway. So they're bringing out. So they recently brought out the M40, uh, which was the uh, has the uh, 40 mil bofers, all that. They've also now brought out the M15, but has been converted into the special with a 40 mil, 40 millimeter bofers on it. Uh, that is, and this one is to go with the 209 209th AAA Battalion in Philippines uh, combination motor gun carriage. So yes. this is basically convert like taking the quad mount off of an M15, slapping <laughs> on a Bofors, adding a gun shield to it, which makes it look even awesome, and removing the side. So uh, for everyone else, we have something that's good for uh, Philippines or Korean War. I'm sure that would have been used. However, if Garrison buys it, we know exactly what he's doing with it. Pitch <coughs> idea. <sighs> yeah. Actually, to be fair, I I have. So in the in research of composite Shermans, I found one that fought in the Philippines that would be a great recreation picture. And the Philippine not a great grandfather who fought in the Philippines, but say, seeing that this fought in the Philippines, I I might snag it just to do that. I'm not sure and if this I'm, one fought during the war because I know the M40 was a Korean War. Uh, vehicle, so I'm not I'm not sure if this one was as well. You might need to do a little bit of research. Research will definitely be needed. Yeah. However, it's a bloody cool looking vehicle. I'll oh, dude, shit looks. That's probably my favorite half track variant of a that's ever come out. That thing just looked fucking awesome. Like, imagine you're in a town fighting, and like you shoot out a squad of fucking Americans, and they all like duck behind cover, and you're like, "Fuck yeah, we got them pinned," and then this thing rolls around the corner. 
<laughs> you, you, know, you know something like this was used in the anti-infantry role. You just one hundred percent. I mean, you can hope at least. <laughs> John, well, why you got thirteen infantry kills on the side of your vehicle and like no aircraft? Well, you see, we're fighting slow it down. <laughs> it's a, they annoyed me. <laughs> See that ricochet uh, mark on the turret there? I don't like that. <laughs> the only thing that would make this even better was yeah. if it was a quad mount. Oh god! Oh Jesus Christ! They have something like this in War Thunder, and I, I swear to God. It's a thirty-seven, like a oh, the, um, thirty-seven with two fifties. That's the uh, the M nineteen, I think it is. I'm I'm booting up the game right now. I'm gonna go look. I think it's the M nineteen or the M eighteen, and it's horrible. Um, oh yeah. What we're talking about is it's based. So what that is is you take. It's like because what's before the M fifteen? It's no. M16 is the quad, M15 is the dual. No, the M13, M no, M13 the is M13 the dual. The M13 is the dual. Yeah. It's the M15. M15 is the quad. No, the M15 is the dual fucking uh 12.7s and the 37. And then the and M then the M16 is the quad 50. That's right. That's yeah. right. So the M15 is M19 is the dual 40s on the Chaffee, I think. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Now, now, yeah. Because the M15 anyway. was, I've tried it in War Thunder. It's terrible, and it was a terrible idea to begin with. You're trying to, you're combining two 50 cal machine guns with a 37 mil cannon, and basically the recoil of one throws off the accuracy of the other. And yeah. uh, it looks cool though. It's it's oh, it's looks, going by the rule. It it goes by the rule of cool, so it gets a pass. <laughs> all right up next from right. Westwood again we have new parts to go with the centurion mark 5-1 um for rtr so of course this is the uh, british version of the mark 5 uh v Vesper recently released the australian version of the mark 5 uh, that's the mark 5-1 on its own and of course, the main difference being is the uh, Australians removed the side skirts and put a big as uh, spotlight on it, which um, I really want. Those look, <laughs> I'll give it to the Australians. They made the Centurion, the cool looking tank, look even better. Didn't they um, also add a fuck ton of jerry can storage on those? Yeah. 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 However, this one uh, comes with three decal sets and they all include eyes on uh, a set of eyes on the turret, which I'm happy about. <laughs> Like they all have different awesome. uh, diff different styles of eyes, so I I like that a lot. <laughs> but that is spectacular. Uh, but and of course the deluxe edition includes a three D printed um, gun cover, uh, the canvas mantlet. So that whereas I don't, nice. whereas the standard doesn't. So yeah. Of course, from uh, HK models, they uh, they're bringing out their thirty second scale. A20J or K Havoc, but oh. also as well in the Boston Mark IV configuration, which is the British designation. Uh, this is full interior, full everything, and 30-second scale, and it looks incredible. I, it's, yeah. it's massive, and it's detailed, and 
I seriously, seriously want one of these. That's it looks amazing. Plus, the the Havoc is just a cool aircraft anyway. I don't know where I'd put in one forty eight, let alone one thirty second. Well, I mean, that's the thing. You you buy it and then you find the space. That's like a future Clint problem, not a present. <laughs> present Clint is now happy. Future Clint can deal with the consequences. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Garrison says when he drinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fuck. Hangover? That's not my problem. Yeah. Okay, so this will have a wingspan of 587 uh millimeters so that's 58 point about 59 centimeters wide by 46 centimeters long and it has a part number of 541 parts to it so this is a that's it i mean it's mm, i I honestly thought it would be more parts yeah you'd think it'd be like 800 ish i don't know Looks cool, though. I really want one. And that's it. That's all we've got. So uh, up next, we have the uh, whips. We can see what everyone's been working on lately. Oh, look, I'm first. So I finally got all my components for the uh, North Africa diorama. So I'm going to have the uh, Marine Solna MS-406, a CMP truck, and RAF personnel, which was kindly sent over by uh, Nick, the scale armorer. Good guy. Check him out. Little What's plug up, Nick? for him. So the basis of my diorama was fi- I found out that a few free French MS-406s uh, flew into Egypt to fight with the RAF. Uh, one of them fought for a few days under the pilot uh, Jean Toussaint, Toussaint, something like that. Which I found out, my kit of the MS-406 has the decals for his aircraft, which means that... Convenient. No, actually it was, really. Which means that I can make a diorama of an MS-406 landing in Egypt to join the RAF for a while, and it's legit. It's not made up. It's an interpretation of what happened, but it did happen. So I'm happy. It could have happened. Make sure you print out your documentation when you go to a show, because someone's definitely going to challenge you on it. Um, actually... Yeah, that... That never happened. I was there. (laughs) (laughs) I literally have, like, the book that I found the information. Uh, I went into PDF Editor just to highlight the relevant... The sentence that says he was there. Even if he was... He only fought for three days before being recalled back to, um, Syria. But that's long enough for me. He fought in the North. Af- he fought in North African campaign. That good enough. That works. And this is what I'm currently almost finished. My Hell yeah. HMS Rodney in one to seven hundred. So I've just got to finish the water, and it's all finished. And just showing off the absolute insane amount of rigging I did last weekend, uh. which took me five hours and killed my eyesight and back. It, yeah, it looks that. amazing, though. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Yeah, fuck your back. <laughs> yeah, it's already fucked. Don't worry. I'm already going to a specialist at the moment, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> they're like, they're probably thinking, "Man, what'd you do to your back this week? Uh, rigging? What? Uh, what? So, is that is a that... sex thing or?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's definitely a detail that's well worth it. So it makes it makes the models just look cooler. Uh, so all I've got to do on 
I might tone down the dry brush waves a bit, maybe. I don't know. It seems a little bit unrealistic right now, but we'll see. I've got to still add the bell wave and all that so I can change things slightly. And then it's basically finished. Well, whatever you do oh, with it, sure. it's going to be spectacular. Yeah, it always looks amazing with all that rigging on it. Yeah, yes. cheers. The rigging uh, definitely sells that shit. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we got yeah, Grayson up. Yeah, finally working on this thing again. Um, yeah, it's a tiny little, like, it's like three inch by three, maybe three and a half by three and a half. Um, we know what he used uh, for the measuring that one. A roller. Yeah, nothing else because it'd be too small, like too inconvenient. <laughs> you use it too many times. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is kind of like a, a stalker. I had this guy for two years, I want to say. I bought him off AliExpress. And I'm like, fuck it, I want to do something small just to like, and, like finish something. And I was originally intending this to be like a one, one week build, and uh, a month later, oops. <laughs> I was uh, say, how uh, does that work out for you? <laughs> uh, life said no. Yep. But uh, I'm getting there. I I put the the green base coat on the figure this uh, this evening while I was talking to you guys, and I painted up that sign that I scratch built. And uh, the AK will have to wait till like tomorrow or something, but it's almost there. I'd say it's like eighty percent done. Nice. Well, it's looking fucking good. Looking yeah. good. Although you might need to rename it from post-apocalyptic Ukraine to Ukraine next year. <laughs> Twenty twenty-four <laughs> Ukraine. Yeah. So, Ukraine yesterday. I, I, I grabbed I grabbed a, an image from uh, Google Street View in some Ukrainian city. It's so like that, like pathway crosswalk thing with the two pillars is actually, actually there. So it's pretty cool. Fuck. I really yeah. like the exposed rebar on that one. Mm, yeah, because really cool. like you know, concrete isn't just like fucking free standing. Like it's got to. Yes, it is. Around. <laughs> so, like, oh, if it's gonna be damaged, I better have like some rebar and shit in there. So. Yeah. Fuck uh, yeah! I think I'm gonna put that sign like kind of in the middle of that path and. I don't know what it's going to say yet, but I'm thinking it's basically just going to say, like, stop, dumbass. Chernobyl 2, Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) (laughs) If you're reading this, you're already dead. (laughs) It's too late. (laughs) Get fucked, mate. (laughs) Yeah, Geiger counters stopped working ages ago. (laughs) Check Uh. your batteries. (laughs) Uh. No, that's looking really cool. I like it. It's nice. It is. Oh, I, I love. It is really nice. That uh, that little explosion thing is going to have some uh, still water in it, some muddy water in it. So have a little puddle thing. Is it the AK stuff? Yeah. Uh, Stay away from that. I've had nothing but terrible experience with that. AK well, still the, water. The still water. Yeah. That stuff's fine. It's great. I love uh, it. The the one that's I've had good problems with the well, I haven't good things with the still water but the ones that's the one that's marketed as puddles dirty puddles oh that oh, one no um yeah. I, I have the still water on mission of like put a drop in and dilute it all right not even a drop just like a little, little tinge i want it to still be like you can still see the bottom of the, the puddle 
So. Okay, yeah, that stuff I've had good results with, but the the dirty puddles it shrinks a lot. Oh, same thing with the Vallejo Stillwater. It's fucking it so uh, shrinks drastically. Oof, uh, well, but I didn't know. that shit's looking fucking tits gray. Oh, thank you. All right, up next. <clears throat> All right, uh, I've got a couple slides. But after the show, I built up this DML BMP2 as the uh, <clears throat> Ukraine Armed Forces with the pixel camo. Uh, that was really fun to do. I uh, did like a medium green, then I went in with a lighter green for post shading, and then I did the pixel camo, and then uh, hand brush painting, not done yet, but... Uh, Inspiration from uh, Clint over here to do chipping went in with like a lighter green and then went back with uh, like a steel color. And I got to go back over all the well points with uh, a uh, carbon, not carbon. Uh, what's the graphite. word? Great, thank you. Graphite pencil. I got to go mm -hmm. over all the well beads and the uh, the gun with the graphite pencil, but. Lots of fun. I was a little disappointed with the kit uh, because it did not come with glass for all, any of the viewports. So, a mm. little, uh, little disappointing there. But besides that, it was a great little kit. Lots of fun. Tracks went together amazingly. Like, zero issue, with the exception Those of having the sand down one. Uh, individual. Uh, really? Oh. Yeah. They were so... Like, the the... And I'm not saying this in a bad way, but the tracks were so brittle, they came off the sprue, like, no problem, and they went together, like, just fucking a glove. Like, the only For problem I had... brittle was good. Yeah, and not only that, this kit's, like, 30 years old. And so, the only problem I had was whenever I connected the final link, I had to sand it down, like, maybe an eighth of an inch, or whatever. And it was... it. it yeah, beyond that, it was a great kit. Awesome stuff. But um, now I've got uh, I've started actually working on the Ukraine diorama, the the figures and vehicles. So I've got the BMP2 going up, and then there you can see my first ten uh, figures that I'll be painting up for this Ukraine diorama. I got five Ukrainians and five Russians. Uh, first did some, ten. Yeah, I've. <laughs> I've got, <laughs> I've got like thirty-eight in total that'll be on this diorama. So. What the oh, fuck? Shit. Yeah, it's that's why I said this is gonna take me like a year and to probably do to get it completely done because I don't want to rush anything and I know I'll need to take breaks. So yeah, it's uh, just breaking it up. That's why I got the vehicle. I'm getting the vehicles done now, so I don't got to worry about those. And then the figures I can just do throughout the year. And then tomorrow. I'm going to get the base built so I can actually work on the diorama itself. So sweet. All right, thank you. Next slide, please. Just some more pictures, <clears throat> close up of all the uh, the chipping. So I did not know this about the BMP2, but the side skirts are made of aluminum and foam. Your so, favorite. Yeah, <laughs> I I cannot stand chipping. Uh, aluminum on models. It just annoys the fuck out of me, just the way it looks. However, I think with the combination of the camo and the actual like steel chipping, I think this looks good. That and I got to uh, 
I went in and I added like Ukraine flag on the front, the uh, Ukrainian writing, the different sized white pluses for the counteroffensive markings, different chipping sizes, lots of fun stuff. That uh, that word up there on the top left, that phrase says "orc terminator." <laughs> so. Jesus, well, <laughs> it looks like it just like barreled through a fucking hedgerow. <laughs> yep. Or yeah, 10. that was something. Uh, so uh, during, because I've got I've got Telegram and I watch a lot of the Ukraine combat footage and a lot of the counteroffensive shit was literally pushing through tree lines. So really wanted to make this thing look like it, you know, went through some tree lines and a lot of brambles scratching their piss out of the sides. Oh yeah. And you know those those really good Ukrainian drivers aren't hitting any trees. Not at all, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, next slide, please. <clears throat> all right. Uh, now I'm working on the Academy M1151. Uh, this is going to be obviously for the Ukraine diorama. I've got three figures from AliExpress that I'm actually working on at the moment. Uh, but I had a lot of fun with this. Did some custom building on it. Uh looking forward to getting that done but yeah looks good looks good thank you next slide please and this should be the last one it is promoting my man clint floki's <laughs> models uh thank you good sir for this tits jig unfortunately i cannot use it for any of the ukraine stuff uh but my next build that's not started yet will be going on this so super pumped nice let me know what you think uh if you got any ideas to improve it let me know will do i just just gotta say man i love the uh my channel logo you put into it it's just oh <laughs> fucking awesome i know i'll be uh hitting you up for one of these float um clint no problem uh i can do it I just don't know how uh, fast it's going to get to to New Zealand, but ah, don't worry. I mean, it's going to be a while before I build something armorish. So uh, I got a couple of Two aircraft and. <laughs> <laughs> but now that that's a uh, it's a good looking jig. Thank it you. is. I have since designed uh, uh, another part to fit the turret uh, a turret on. It's think of a, like an X. Well, I think I uh, posted it in the in the whip section of a uh, of mm. the Discord. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, uh, real quick, forgot to mention this three and a half foot by two foot Ukraine diorama I'm making is going to be going to the Leavenworth show. So, I'm really excited to see what kind of shit I get from there. Like I'm really yeah. tempted to buy a GoPro and just record the entire thing to hopefully catch some <laughs> like in-person annoyance of old people. <laughs> you should do it. Do it. <laughs> <coughs> I might. <laughs> All right. So I am. I've completely tore out my hobby room, and it's like this was the last room. Like when we remodeled the house, or I should say I remodeled the house. I did all the work myself. Um. 
I sanded the drywall, primed it, and then I never painted it. <laughs> I, I still, I never put up the woodwork around the windows or the baseboards or around the door frames. And my wife's like getting that. tired of that. <laughs> I see. I see your dog is also being very judgmental. Uh, he does that. He's a good one, though. <laughs> uh, but and my one to one clone trooper helmet—that is the only thing I've worked on since coming back from the show, besides Terran my room out but this is kind of what it looked like before and next slide oh who? Wow. and yeah hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> a little bit different yeah. yeah and so i've got i got it painted now uh, i've installed a, a a dedicated vent so i'm not having to open up my window to vent my air booth out i can just hook it into that now i like to inhale the fumes it makes things go fun <laughs> <laughs> you do enough good. of them and you get that wah 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 sound <laughs> uh, that sentence alone would cause Dennis to have spasms um, <laughs> uh, I like the uh, facade you've, uh, you're making as well oh yes that's uh, the cafe for the Normandy diorama mm. Mm. <laughs> it's going to get done eventually I'm so fucking <laughs> excited like that that looks so fucking good. It makes me want to build something Normandy. Like Well thank you. Again. Mm. Uh, yeah, again. <laughs> Which uh, I eventually will, but I'm gonna hold off. <laughs> well, yeah, I've we got the window frames uh, put up now and I got some baseboards and I think my wife is gonna put curtains up in here. <laughs> Ooh Yeah, that's so be be fancy. Contribution. and i think that's all i got very nice garrison you're the group build guy all right so right now we've got this very popular for some reason i don't know why because fuck the desert group build going on it's called the north african campaign group build running from november 1st 2023 to march 1st 2024 uh i've made a new thing for this i don't know why the 23 is up there but uh, join our Discord. Down. Yeah, that's true. Uh, join the Discord. Hit us up. Uh, shoot us messages on Instagram or on YouTube or whatever the fuck. Email us to get a link to the Discord if you don't already have one. Uh, love to meet you guys. See what you're working on. Uh, we've got a great prize. Only one winner. So start your builds. Enter. And uh, let's have some fun. And then the continuous Horizon Island Defense Force group build. This is, as I just stated, a continuous group build special to our server. Come join the fun. So uh, every quarter or so, we'll do a little showcase of what people have been building for the HIDF. It's quite literally whatever the fuck you want it to be. So (laughs) come indulge. (laughs) Very nice. As long as it's not too uh, technologically advanced. It's got to kind of be shitty. Quite the opposite, yep. really. You you want to go you want to go back a couple years. Or Think years. of like if you went to like Fiji right now, but Fiji wasn't Fiji, and they were using T fifty fives with like yeah. LAV attachments. Or like like think of like what the Israeli did with all the Shermans. Yeah, like yeah. That, that kind yeah. of shit. Just modify the piss out of them, so you can barely even tell it's a Sherman to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, at the end of every episode, we have to thank our Patreon supporters. Uh, of course, the uh, Pinju supporters being Paul Gallagher, our longtime uh, 
supporter, uh, Robert Judson. Um, some guy named Floki. Uh, don't know who he is. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck that dude. Damn. Big thanks to uh, Clint, who's on the episode now, for being a uh, supporter and a fo- a Pinju follower is uh, Robert Brisbane. Um, so big shout out to you guys. You guys help out a lot just with the uh, costs of certain things, uh, running running costs, stuff like that. So. As always, we do like to b- give a big shout out to you guys because, uh, yeah, it helps a lot. And also don't worry, comms, illegal drug addiction, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. <laughs> don't uh, tell the guys. We're like the U.S. government. We are corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we don't need to let the people know. And don't worry, um, new videos of fuck ups and bloopers will be up soon. Just had a few issues with my editor. Well, the, the editing program has been not cooperating lately they keep trying to push like a like this is the brand new version that everyone should be using and i don't want to because it screws up everything have you tried threatening its family <laughs> oh yes <laughs> <laughs> yes i keep holding a calculator up at gunpoint let's look up the head developer and call just Call him up and threaten his family. Oh just just send an anonymous text message. Susie looks pretty today at school. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, that's a, that's like, a totally different it? type of creepy there. Yeah. For it was reasons, like, that was a joke. Yeah. I was about to say, you just ventured into Joe Biden territory. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. And uh. it got political. and i think we will call it there so thank you everyone you have been listening to the micro machines podcast uh big thanks to grayson and to clint for joining us big thanks to garrison for finally turning up to do his job um you say that i've only missed one episode okay so one too many one too many But until next week, we'll be seeing you guys later. All right. Catch you guys. Thanks for being on. Peace. Thanks, fellas. Deuces. See ya.